I believe our adventure through time has taken a most serious turn. Hello and welcome to Under the Cowl of MS, episode 74. Little Bill and Ted quote. If you don't recognize it, we're going to talk about some Bill and Ted comics that we are lucky to have thanks to the third movie coming out this year. They've been putting out a bunch of little in-between prequel, sequel type comics. And the first one I'm going to talk about is Bill and Ted are doomed. After defeating the evil dictator Denomulus in Bogus Journey in 1995, things aren't looking as excellent as they should for either Bill and Ted or Wild Stallions. There's tension in the band and worry at home. Bill and Ted's obsessiveness with writing the one song to bring peace to the world is affecting their playing and their relationships with their family. The band is losing favor with fans, and the future isn't shaping up as they were all led to believe it would from the past and future events. Despite for a they're desperate for a solution, Bill and Ted burst in to announce their great idea to revive the band's fortunes, a world tour to spread the love and the rock and the love of the rock to the world. The fun little in-between storyline, I'm not sure how many it's going to go. Total, I'm guessing it's going to be probably a five-issue, six-issue style run. But, uh, yeah, they get, they find out that they're not getting the song that they need to unite the world, and they're still trying to figure out how to write that song, which is kind of surprising since they are right in the middle of it, and they should have had it memorized just by, all the times they listen to it throughout the movie and stuff. But, uh, I know I got to rewatch the movies. I don't even <laughs> remember any of the words or anything from it myself, if there are even words or if they just stand there strumming their air guitars. But, uh, yes, the uh, council that, watches over everything is building a giant turntable for some reason that's going to affect things down the line. I don't know how that's going to work. It, they have problems with it and it gets destroyed and they rebuild it. Stuff like that. You got death in here that's having the hardest time just <laughs> trying to do anything without being harassed constantly. Wants to have himself like a 40 minute guitar solo and with the band and, and you get, get all the char characters in here, the robot Bill and Ted, the stations, characters, the gales, the kids. Uh, and here I 
I like this. I like everything that's going on with having them come out with a third movie and stuff. And then also here we have. Uh, I also checked out the first two issues of six. This will be a run of six. But it's uh, Bill and Ted's most triumphant return. Which uh, Bill and Ted must now fulfill their destiny to become the inspiration for galactic harmony. But at what cost? In an adventure of epic proportions, one change to the future will set the wild stallions on a time-traveling odyssey of music, villainy, history, and excellence. It's got short stories in here and stuff. It's just interesting how they chose to change things. I'm kind of, I mean, I get it. We're living in a time where everybody's got to be equal. Everything has to come out. You can't, if a guy does something, a girl has to do something. It's like, and we just, which is fine and dandy. But if you're going to have to change everything, why don't you just rewrite the whole damn story and make Bill and Ted girls if that's what you want. If someone feels left out that they haven't been part of something. But when you design something 20-some years ago and you bring it back into effect, I mean, stick with it. I mean, don't... I don't know. The reason I'm irritated about it, I did like these runs. I can't wait to see the third movie. I've yet to see it. But the problem I have is you got one run that bases the kids off the movies where they had they each had a son and they both named it the opposite. Bill named his son Ted. Ted named his son Bill and whatever. Well, then you got this other one and their kids are daughters. And did we really have to do that? I, that makes no sense. Why would you change them? It's very confusing. Everything else is the same. All the other characters are the same. But yet the children get changed from boys to girls, and I don't understand why. So I don't know. Maybe I missed something. Maybe I, I traveled in time and went back in time, and then their sperm <laughs> changed sexes or something. I don't know. But that just irritates me when they got to ruin something like that. I don't. I don't care if it's all female, all male, whatever. I just want the actors to be good and actresses to be good and the story to be good. That's all I care about. But they keep changing these things around. And it's ridiculous. And then you got one done right if you want a bunch of females to be in a book. Do Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. <laughs> I picked up the third one. I had the first two sitting out in my garage days comic shop uh, for sale. Thankfully, no one picked them up. 
because this third one I really like the cover. So now that I have this one and I want to keep the cover, as well keep the first two issues too and then finish off the run. I believe this is gonna be a five five book run, I believe. So I'll sit there and keep up with it and see how it goes. I mean, I'm kind of curious because in one review, I, they talk about Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey is an anthology trade paperback. It collects six stories, each of them focusing on one of the following characters, Harley Quinn, Black Canary, Huntress, Renee Montoya, Cassandra Kane, and Black Mask which introduces the characters to the film's Birds of Prey, but I'm not taking that. I'm taking this as Harley's story. But uh, I could be wrong. I, obviously, I don't read into things the way others do or something, and I'm missing something in here because of it. But you're, uh, I lost my thing on here. And basically, Harley Quinn just returns to the city after her friends get, building gets blown up and stuff and torched by some idiot and he goes back to the city, to Gotham or whatever, and just is on a mission to find the person that destroyed their lair, and she's wants to get them all set up and back coast and all that and taken care of. And while she's doing that, she's messing with the Joker, and she's got the Joker just totally screwed at the moment I and mean, she gets to the point where she gets him arrested he gets thrown in jail and then all the other criminals find out that uh the safe house that well not safe house but the joker's uh building where he kept everybody's stuff safe got uh hit by the cops and harley Took what she wanted, and so they they lost all their goods, all the things they've stole over the years, and had all their equipment and everything stored away, and all their special little toys and all that. And Harley screwed that up for the Joker and got him arrested, and he gets the crap beat out of him by everybody in prison that lost all their stuff. Thanks to hit hit Harley doing her thing to him. And, uh, so they're all after Harley and Joker has quarter of a million dollars or whatever set aside. And so he puts that, puts a hit on Harley dead or alive with that. And so everybody's hunting her down. And at the same time, she's hunting the people down that, wronged her and her friends and at the same time you got the birds of prey following her around keeping an eye on her and seeing what's up and popping in here and there but i'm seeing it more as a harley storyline i'm not seeing these other characters having their own storyline throughout here so i don't know 
not really sure how that's playing out, but he even gets to spend a night in Bruce Wayne's house, mansion, and gets her little beaver cleaned up. And <laughs> but uh, and she happens to show her beaver off to. My brain's just going blank today. It's not a good brain day. Uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's a, still a fun storyline. I enjoy the story. The only reason I was getting rid of the books is because I hate the oversized structure of the books. But I will sit there and get the last ones just to finish it off and keep this set since I a couple covers ha are interesting but yeah, like it's a fun story Alfred even gets to catch Harley naked one day after he cleans her beaver so fun little constant jokes on running jokes and she has some issues with Ivy and she's trying to work those issues out because thanks to her little stint of going to an island in the middle of nowhere and destroying their way home. So they'd have to be stuck on the island for a while together. But so Harley's trying to make up with Ivy for that and everything else while she's being hunted down and Trying to straighten up things for her other friends and everything. So it's definitely got a lot of little side, different storylines going in here, but I'm just not seeing much of the birds of prey as separate storylines. But yeah, read it, check it out, see what you think of it. Then let's talk. Oh, still. Winter time of year. Let's talk about purpose of life in life. What is purpose in life? It's a research area that focuses on the interactions between mind and body and the powerful ways in which emotional, mental, social, and spiritual factors can directly affect our health. It links the belief that our life has meaning and purpose to a robust and persistently improved. Physiological health outcome. Uh, man's main concern is not to gain pleasure or to avoid pain, but rather to see a meaning in his life. That is why man is even ready to suffer on the condition to be sure that his suffering has meaning. Uh, in terms of Cognitive de decline and dementia purpose in life appears to have significant effects in delaying and possibly preventing these types of disorders. Uh, it may be neuroprotective, helping to protect the nerves of the brain. Uh, in terms of cardiovascular benefits, higher levels of PIL have been shown to reduce the risk of stroke and heart attacks. Uh, inflammation is a factor in the development. 
and worsening of central nervous system disorders, which include MS, as well as neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Inflammation in certain areas of the brain can also cause cognitive impairment and depression. Psychosocial stress can also contribute to inappropriate immune system activity. PIL may have a calming effect on immune system activity. Identifying a purpose to life can have profound implications in overall life satisfaction and health as it motivates and drives us even in the face of difficulties and hardships. PIL appears to be biologically wired into our thinking and necessary for optimal health. And it's basically the more depressed, the more down we are, the more it affects our bodies, functions, and makes us weaker and just brings us down, brings our health down. It's just you gotta keep focused, keep happy, do what you can, keep yourself busy, keep that mind active. And Dr. Adam Kaplan has has some ABCs for good mental and emotional health. It's a, ask for assistance. Knowing when and how to ask for help is far more important than knowing how to silently endure being in pain, which many of us do. We just, I just crawl up and suck up and suffer, try and not let others notice it around you. But it's not a good thing to do. B stands for breaks. Give yourself a break from worry. Take a break to breathe. C, communicate. Communicate directly. Don't assume others know what you're thinking or feeling. D, don't do things that will make the situation work worse. Uh, don't self-medicate with alcohol or drugs. Don't take your frustration out on others. Don't watch too much news, especially nowadays. There's too much crap on there that's just going to irritate you, stress you out. E is for exercise, eat and sleep. We all need our exercise. Got to eat well, get a bunch of sleep. F, find your purpose in life. Uh, five tips to finding purposes. Find out what drives you. Find out what energizes you. Find out what you are willing to sacrifice for. Find out whom you want to help. Find out how you want to help. <clears throat> G is for gratitude. Find something to be grateful for every day. H is to have fun. Spend time doing stuff you enjoy. I identify quick resources for wellness. You got the crisis text line, just 24-7 free service. You can connect via text with a live trained crisis counselor anytime for confidential and personal discussions. Text home to 741-741 to start. There's a great number of apps available to promote mental wellness. Uh like mood tools, which is designed to support people with clinical depression, 
by aiding the path to recovery. You got MindShift, which is designed specifically for teens and young adults with anxiety. You got Self-Help for Anxiety man- Management, SAM. Is self-help if meditation isn't your thing. Uh, quit that, which helps users beat their habits or addictions. E-moods, which is a mood tracking app designed specifically for people with bipolar disorder. Happify, this is a mood training program, is your fast track to a good mood. <clears throat> and Recovery Record, which is an app for anyone recovering from an eating disorder and wanting to develop a more positive body image. Oh, throat's going out. Uh, Other fun little things, well, not fun, but things you can look into to help you just get your mind off the bad things and help you find some things to get your mind on a good thing. I'm going to throw out a recipe here. This is a effortless, effortless peach tart. Good sweet thing to have in the nice winter months. Have it with like a nice cup of hot cocoa or something. Light, it's satisfying dessert with bright, fresh flavors. Takes virtually no effort. It has added benefits of being lower in sugar and calories than most desserts. Ingredients are a can, one can of refrigerated crescent dough, and you got the Pillsbury seamless crescent dough sheet. It's a nice one, just laid out on your pan. Get a 20 ounce jar of sliced peaches in juice or light syrup. Uh, one heaping tablespoon of light brown sugar, loose, not packed, and one teaspoon of cinnamon powder. Not that bad. Four basic ingredients. And you take them, preheat the oven according to the package directions on the dough. Line a baking sheet with parchment paper. Spread the dough evenly into a rectangle, holding in the edges about a half inch to create a raised crust. <clears throat> so you don't have everything spilling off the side. Uh, Drain the peaches, do not dry them. Just place the peaches on the dough. Some liquid will transfer with the peaches and the dough will be slightly damp. Sprinkle brown sugar and cinnamon across the fruit. Bake according to the package directions. If needed, broil one to two minutes until the crust is golden brown. Then just let it cool 10 minutes, then slice with a pizza cutter or sharp knife. Good to go. You got a nice, warm, sweet dessert for these cold times of year. Try to add out. A good benefit for us also is uh, ginger, which is a great superfood. It's got a ton of health benefits from treating nausea to reducing muscle pain. It's so easy to work with. Just use a spoon, side of a spoon, and run it down it if you want to peel it. Uh, I chop it up, use it in my salad dressing that I've given you that recipe before. Dice it into that. And then 
after I make a batch, I'll take the rest of the ginger, I'll peel it, and then slice it up in a little uh, like quarter-inch, half-inch thick cuts and just throw it in a baggie, throw it in the freezer so I can pull it out when I want to use it. Uh, you can use it to spice up your morning coffee. Just throw a chunk in there. And it'll help you with all kinds of great benefits from the free radicals. Just You can just throw a chunk in there and just leave it sit in your coffee as you have a couple cups or whatever. And just keep flavoring each one and give you the benefits. Ginger tea is a popular beverage for warming up chilly winters uh, you can spread a dash of ginger ginger jam on your biscuits it's have it on english muffins or whatever put it on your peanut butter gel or bread or you can add it to waffles or whatever i like making pancakes i'll make a variety of different flavor pancakes when i make a batch because might as well make a big batch of them and then leave them in the fridge and then you can pull a couple out throw them in a plate microwave them throw some syrup on them you're good to go for a nice quick breakfast during the week uh you can replace your maple syrup with a ginger syrup which a simple recipe for ginger syrup is a quarter pound of peeled and thinly sliced ginger, a quarter cup of sugar, a quarter cup of water. We boil it up. You got yourself a nice little ginger syrup. And or you can just let it sit and marinate itself in the fridge for a while. Try uh, a granola bowl, a bowl of crunchy, fiber-rich granola is always an easy breakfast choice. But adding fragrant, spicy ginger granola to the mix would make it even better for you. Give you a lot more benefits. Add ginger juice to your smoothies or mimosas. Ginger juice is a great is great in a variety of things like stir fries and salad dressings. It has a myriad of health benefits from boosting the metabolism to fighting back naturally fighting bacteria, which is good for us with all this stuff going on. It's also good also good for treating pain, menstrual cramps, exercise induced soreness and stuff. Get a boost of energy with some on-the-go superfoods like ginger energy bites. Uh, you can grab a healthy gluten-free turmeric and ginger Larabar. Um, it's hard to find good tasting ways to have turmeric and stuff, and ginger is very potent and stuff. So if you can find those different bars and stuff like that, and jams, those are Better ways to get it. You can fold them into your breakfast pastries. Uh, you can yeah, gingerbread, ginger snaps, ginger spice cakes and pies. But uh, you can try lemon ginger 
pre-workout breakfast cookies by Vega. Uh, there's just so many different ways to do it. Add them to your breakfast and stuff to get your day going and help promote healthiness. And there's lots of foods you can eat in the morning and try and add it to Add it to in different ways with your eggs, your Greek yogurt, your coffee, your oatmeal, your chia seeds. You can add to them, which will give you an extra boost of things. Uh, chia seed puddies, simple and good for you. Ounce of one ounce of dried chia seeds, twenty-eight grams. A scoop of whey protein powder. A cup of Coconut milk or almond milk, a half a cup of berries, and then stevia or other sweetener if you need it. Ah, stevia is just disgusting. Just combine all the ingredients in a bowl, mix well, cover the bowl, and refrigerate for at least an hour, and you're good to go. You can let it sit overnight or whatever and have it the next day. Berries and nuts and all that are good to throw in there. Green tea or protein shakes. Your fruit, your flax seeds, good for you, your cottage cheese. And basically, whether or not you eat breakfast, it's a personal choice, but just focus on those things that are good for you, anti-inflammatory-wise and all that other stuff, and work those into your day, and hopefully you'll feel a little bit better. But yeah, that's it for us today. Uh, like usual, be good to everybody, take care of yourself. Put a smile on your face, cheer up, make it through this winter, and hope to talk to you again soon.